Please welcome the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Hello, sexy people. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone, unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,004 people, and I'm going to help you do the exact same thing, if that's what you want. Because I know you all have different sociosexual goals. Some of you do want and need more sex with more people. Some of you out there having plenty of sex, you get fucked all the time, but you're tired of getting fucked over. Some of you in long-term monogamous relationship are bored as fuck and want to bring the passion back. Well, I'm here to help all of you fulfill your sexual desires today, because tomorrow your genitals could turn to dust. If you have a question about sex or dating and want to be a part of the NSA community, give us a call at 646-484-9371 and our producer Tom will set you up. What do we got in the spank bank today, Tom? Give me a rundown. Yeah, well, we got a lot of people wanting to share their sex exchanges. Very nice. Super hot Scottish guy. Mm -hmm. Workplace romance. Never mind, never mind. I want to be surprised. Chef Dario, come stai? How are you today? I'm very good. I'm a little sore from my workout, but great. Mm, You're looking good. Let me see. Flex. Get Bella. Tom, did Chef Dario buy you dinner at Osteria 57? Did that happen? I did, I did. I ate so much pasta, I could barely walk home. How much was the bill? A lady never tells. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. We are coming to you today from our studio in New York City, and we are about to take our first caller. So all of you listening better get yourself something sensual to sip on and slip into something sexy. I am wearing a stunning silk kimono that one of my Japanese readers sent me from Tokyo, Aragato Junshin. It is a deep coral. It is absolutely beautiful, and the silk feels incredible. Incredible against my naked body. Ooh, oops, it fell open a little. We got a photo shoot coming up on Monday, and four sober days a week keeps that body strong and sleek, so I am actually sipping on a lovely tea infusion Chef Dario made me. What is in this? It's so good. Is there ginger in this? There is. It's an infusion of ginger, apple, and thyme. Mm. All right, the tea is hot, our minds are sharp, and it is time for our first caller. Faye from Los Angeles. Faye, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Hi, I'm wearing a weed bralette and some boxers. And I'm having toothache. I'm not drinking anything but water. I like that. Four sober days a week. Keeps that body strong and sleek. What color is that bralette? It's green. Lovely. What can we do for you, Faye? I'm like a co-owner of a small business with my friend. We can call him Jason. We've gone through a lot like in the past seven months. And yeah, we just tripped on a... Um, Hold on, stop. You met in the summer and you already opened a business together. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drug dealers? No. <laughs> no judgments, just wondering. So you, you trusted Jason enough to open a business with him and you just tripped onto his cock? Where'd you trip? <laughs> um. So he's like... A business major, so he has, like, a couple of businesses under his name, and he, like, asked me if I wanted to help him with one. So a few days ago, we tripped on half a tab of acid, like, together, and we've, like, had, like, an agreement to, like, not be having sex while we're doing this. While you're doing acid or while you're having a business together? While we have a business together. Mm -hmm. Before the business, like, 
is rich. Like, I just feel like that's foolish. But then coming down from this acid trip a couple of days ago, ended up kissing for like a few minutes. Pause, pause, pause. That was the first time you ever kissed? Yeah. Well, okay. That was the first time we ever like really kissed. We've had like some slippy moments where just like somebody was like leaning in a little bit too much. Who's the leaner here? You or Jason? Honestly, I feel like it's pretty, it's pretty 50-50 sometimes. We've gotten pretty intimate. That's cute. It is cute. Now you say you're co-workers. Now, is he technically your boss, would you say? Or you'd say you're equals? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you want to know whether you should fuck. What do you want to know here? Well, we haven't spoken since the kissing. And I really don't know what's the word about that. Like. But so if you were to be honest with yourself, when you first met this Jason, was on the basis of like uh, professional, mutual professional admiration on the basis of friendship? We met as friends. Here's the thing. All right. I always say that sober sex with a stranger is better than drunk sex with a coworker. And that applies also, I think, to acid. But what do you like more, him or the job? Mm, the job pretty good, my friend. And I'm a person who's been broke. Like, I've been broke and I'm done being broke. I hear that. So you think the acid might have had something to do with the fact that things went a little further? I think so. Especially because, like, he was also being way more sweet to me than he's ever been. Like, there was a moment where he just looked over at me and he goes, to say that I love you a lot wouldn't be, like, enough. I just, like, hid my face and I was like, oh, my goodness. This is really not the time for this. And you think he was saying that with his dick, not just his heart? Yeah, and the acid, too. Acid, like, can make you love somebody. It's true. All right, hold on. I've got my hairdresser, B, on the line. Celebrity hairdresser, B. She does my hair. She started doing Shift Dario's hair, too. And uh, she had something she wanted to say on this. B, what you got? Oh, my God. So I resonated so much with this entire story because I just went through the exact same thing. We kind of met, and they were like, oh, like, let's do some drugs. So we, so we did some acid. And then next thing you know, like, we're making out. We're having this, like whole moment yeah it's like five in the morning uh-huh. why did he get to my house at three booty call i want to touch on some concerns and i really need you to define what your what your worry is and thank you for that b and we're gonna hear from you more but are you sure he didn't just start this business because he wants to fuck you okay i've acknowledged that that is a possibility but i don't care why he started the business with me i just would like the money that he promised mm-hmm. and you would like to sleep with him too i would appreciate it at some point all right well here's what i advise honey wtf wait to fuck keep the sexual tension alive but you're there to make the business work maybe you can suggest that you'll fuck when y'all make your first million together yeah that would be my advice chef dario has something he wants to say yeah especially if there are business related things outstanding throw something in like we are both very attractive and that's great but uh, let's uh, you know let's stay focused on, on our business and uh, let's not rush to a sexual interaction that might throw you know throw the table in the air all right what do you want because in order to have your desires fulfilled you've got to be able to identify and articulate them Faye what is it you want out of this situation and I'll tell you whether you're likely to get it or not I would appreciate if we were to start having sex I would like for us both to be having sex with like at least two other people. You're greedy. You want money. You want multiple sex partners. You sound like we could be related. So you'd like to fuck him while fucking other people while getting paid. Yeah. I think that's possible. I think you can get it. Yeah, that that's that's easy. Why don't you put that in your contract with him? I would like to be paid X amount of dollars, fuck X amount of times per week while fucking X amount of other people. Okay. 
I'm writing this down. It's not an unacceptable ask. You already have this kind of relationship where you're blending business and pleasure, which it sounds like you are. You're tripping on acid together. Things are muddy. Now, if business is the most important thing to you, getting paid, what you were told you would be paid is the most important thing to you. Those are the things that you first and foremost need to have in writing. Do you have those things in writing? Yes, we have those things in writing. All right, so just do an addendum about fucking and how many other people you want to fuck. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. And hey, WTF, as long as you can, wait to fuck. Seriously, you know, there's a lot of things you can do before you fuck. And I think you're really excited right now by the potential energy that's in the air. And once you fuck, that energy goes from potential energy to used energy. Not as exciting. You won't get as much work done. Yeah, okay. So if I were you, I'd wait and just make sure you always, always, always have everything in writing, okay? All right, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, and uh, send me a private email, dralex at neversleepalone.com. Let me know what this business is. I'd like to support it if I can. Thank you. Bye. All right, coming up, we have more sex and dating questions. Some very naughty why shouldn't I's and a new segment called Strangely Through the Phone. So hold plank through this commercial and text me a picture of your sexy abs at 646-484-9371. Your body is a temple, and the back door of your temple was meant to be worshipped. Introducing Southern Butter, the new Intimates collection by Green Goo, plants with purpose. Greengoo.com Awaken your senses with our calendula massage oil. Heighten your awareness with the cool mint tingle of Enhance. Surrender to the smooth and long-lasting glide of our intimate body butter. And bask in the afterglow with Backdoor Balm, the ultimate in anal aftercare. Greengoo.com Southern Butter products are made with organic oils infused with fresh herbs to maximize potency. Use our discount code. NSA20 at greengoo.com for 20% off. Greengoo.com Southern Butter Intimates by Green Goo. Do it naturally. We are back, and I'm still loving this tea infusion by Chef Dario Mezzanote. Grazie mille. If you're in NYC and you want to book Chef Dario for a private event, you can follow him on Instagram at Chef Dario NYC. And be sure to follow us at Never Sleep Alone on Instagram, all the socials. We're going to be sending out invitations for a little group trip to Italy. And you must be a subscriber to this podcast to be invited. So I want you to hit subscribe, take a screenshot of it, and send it to me at Dr. Alex at NeverSleepAlone.com. Spell out the word doctor or I am not inviting you on my sailboat. All right, it is time for my favorite segment. Why shouldn't I? In Why Shouldn't I, you tell us something really, really naughty you really want to do, and we tell you whether you should or shouldn't do it. And we have a few Why Shouldn't I's waiting in the spank bank today. Hmm, whom shall I pick? Paul from Australia. Oh, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I'm sorry to be boring, but I'm just drinking coffee right now. Um, I am wearing some very fashionable sweatpants and uh, a, a white T-shirt. I don't like that. Take it all off. Put on a towel. All right. You got it. Anything for you, Dr. Alex. Hold on. Hurry up, Paul. Time is money. How many times do I have to say it? Dario, do you think sweatpants are ever sexy? Ever? I think sweatpants are sexy. 
Sometimes when they just wrap around the figure just in the right way, I think they're very sexy. You know sexy what's sexier than sweatpants? What? A white towel. All right, Dr. Alex, I'm, I'm a lot neuter than I was just now. Thank God. All right, so what is your why shouldn't I? Okay, um, why shouldn't I sleep with my second cousin? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure the Spank Bank has a lot to say about that. <laughs> Chef Dario almost just spit out his champagne. All right, let's just establish what second cousin means, and let's make sure this is indeed your second cousin. So now, you guys don't share a set of grandparents, correct? No, 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 no. Well, I was thinking about this, and I did draw out a little family tree to, to get it clear in my own head, because I've been thinking about this for a, a good few days now. Okay, so want to make sure that this is not a child of your first cousin, because that would also make it your first cousin once removed. So who is this person to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, right, the, the removed is generation removed, but second cousin means we're uh, we're further apart than first cousins so we have the same set of great grandparents our grandmothers were sisters okay great so this is your grandmother's sister's granddaughter exactly all right second cousin that's wonderful okay so now for genetic risks i'd say it's uh you don't have much of a risk there and you can you can confirm this with a medical doctor but i'd say that's that genetically it's 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 like fucking a complete stranger almost unless hold on do you think that there is any chance that your grandfather might have fucked his wife's sister uh... because those world war ii swinger parties were you know pretty intense you think that might have ever happened or nah? I, I, I can't say for 100% that it didn't happen. I, I mean, my... my was Great Aunt Sally been, freaky or not? I've only seen her in pictures. She was, I mean, she was good, good looking at, at the time. My family's always been pretty open-minded. All right, but, just no matter what, wear a condom. You should wear a condom anyway. Yeah. Okay, so you're a heterosexual man? Oh, no, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I'm, I'm very open-minded. It's 2021. This gets better and better. Paul, 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 I want you to come over. Come over for a dinner party with your second cousin once y'all are done. Um, <laughs> when so, it's safe, Dr. Alex, maybe. Okay, so you you enjoy sleeping with women, men. What, what would you consider yourself if you had to classify yourself? I mean, if I had to classify, maybe pansexual, something like that. Just oh, open to whatever. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I, I myself consider myself pansexual. Would you explain to our listeners briefly, Paul, what pansexual means to you? Uh, for me anyway, it means that someone's gender identity is not really a factor in whether or not I'm attracted to them. It's my attraction to someone is based on, on factors not related to their gender, whether it's a personality or their, you know, their abs. <laughs> is this a new realization of, uh, of yours? How long have you known, have you realized that you are pansexual? Oh, good question. I think I've always known that really. I think, always. I think awesome. I've always known too. Yeah, when I was growing up, I, I mean, I think a lot of of, uh, of kids go through phases of experimentation or whatever. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's it's too dismissive to call it experimentation because a lot of people quote unquote experiment with members of the same gender and then kind of think that it didn't mean anything afterwards. But I think honestly, if more people were open minded, then they would they would maybe let themselves be have have a a broader spectrum of attraction when they're older too. So when I was younger, I, I used to, to kind of, you know, play these games with my friends. And, and I would wonder even at the time, you know, why, why am I sort of 
maybe generally a little bit more into seeing my female friends naked than my male friends. And at the time I thought, well, it's because they have something I don't. So wait, did you ever play one of these games with your second cousin at the time? No, we didn't grow up together. And there's quite an age difference. Oh, really? Okay. What's the age difference there? Well, I'm 26 and she's 42. So very hot. What's the hottest thing about your second cousin? She's just, she's very professional. She's very put together. She has her life in order and she, she knows what she wants. You think she wants you? I think it's a possibility, Dr. Alex, yeah. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you. I, so I grew up in Scotland, but I live in Australia now. My, my second cousin grew up here in Australia. My grandmother's sister moved here when she was quite young. Right, so right. Get to it. I want to get to why there. she wants to fuck you, though. Go on. Yeah, well, so I got a text from her recently... Um, let me just call it up here. Okay. Hey, Paul, Rita told me you live in Melbourne now. I'm coming to town and I'd love to get dinner. Smiley face. I'm sorry. Who's Rita? Oh, Rita is my mom. Rita's your mom. Ooh, okay. Th this is a good sign because she didn't say your mom told me. She said Rita told me already trying to separate the family connection. And so you've met before, you've seen each other before, you've hung out in family situations before at all? Yeah. Okay. So when's the last time you saw yeah. each other? How long ago? Oh, that must have been about uh, probably four years ago. I think it was right after I graduated from university. And she was, she was married at the time. Ah, okay. And she's not married anymore? No. When'd she get divorced? Uh, a few months ago, I think. She mentioned it, actually. We, we texted... Oh. Once or twice she back mentioned and forth, and it. She All right. That into the conversation. You might be right, sir. She just might be into you. Chef Dario, do you have something you want to say about this? And then I'm going to give my advice on this. Since when you've been desiring your your, your second cousin? Is it something like, oh, she sent you a text, uh, she's going to be in town, and you're like, you know what? I might want to have sex with this second cousin when she comes in town, or is it like a, a long lived tension within the family? looks over the dinner table kind of thing. I have to admit that I always thought she was quite attractive. I don't know if I really strongly considered it, but, you know, right. ever since you know, the family is all on Facebook now, and so I get to see what she's up to. So it's been a good few years mm. seeing her, you know, posting pictures of, of her and her husband at the time. I was at the beach right. She was of always course, married and you were always, you know, illegal. Should he or shouldn't he, in your opinion, Chef Dario? So we have a, we have a saying in Italy that is, um, non c'è cosa più divina che scoparsi la cugina, which is, there is nothing more divine than to fuck your cousin. But I think you should. You should definitely have in mind, plan for like a nice situation where you feel comfortable and you are looking forward to some uh, um, hard flirtation. And see what happens. Yeah, um, Spank Bank is going crazy on this. I see, ooh, what? No, you people don't even know, all right? Heather from the Spank Bank wants to say something, give Paul some advice on whether he should or shouldn't do it. Hello, Heather. Yes, hello, Dr. A. How are you? Oh, is this mile high, Heather, from before? <laughs> hello, Heather. Hi, Chef Dario. All right, uh, Heather, should he or shouldn't he fuck his second cousin? So, Paul, that is so disgusting. I mean, there are so many girls out there. Like, why do you have Why to do you? Uh-uh, nope, absolutely not. If you would have kept your voice low and slow, we might have listened to you, but go back, read the book more. Bye, Heather. And everybody listening, listen, we're not picking on Mile High Heather. Everyone needs to watch, learn, and listen to yourself so that you too can be as fuckable as Paul. In the United States, it is legal to marry your second cousin in any state, all right? In half the states, it's legal to marry your first cousin. In Australia, you can marry your uncle, your aunt, 
your niece, your nephew, perfectly. Really? Yep. And I've done all this research because I happen to have a very attractive family. And my uncle Carl used to have a speed yacht, and I was hoping something might happen there. You know, but I guess he thought I was too young. I don't know. Now he's had a stroke and he's diapered. So I missed out. Don't let yourself miss out, Paul. All right. But here's the thing: what you're dealing with, it's not whether you should or you shouldn't. It's about how are you going to seduce, as you say, this very professional older woman. Because listen, I, I really think if you want to seduce her, because she might be on the fence, you know, if she's got her shit together and she's hot, she's used to being seduced by men that have their shit together. So you need to have your shit together. I want you to wear a suit on this date, no tie. And I want you to text her with a plan. All right. You need to look like someone who knows Melbourne in and out. And you need to build anticipation throughout the week. So you can send her a text. Should we begin at cocktails at insert name of your favorite speakeasy? They have a great insert something to get her excited, all right? And when the bill comes, you immediately take it and you say, may I get this? You try to pay, all right? Maybe she won't let you. Maybe she doesn't want you to, but chances are she's in her 40s. She's going to appreciate the gesture. Not because she can't afford it, but because you thought she might like a little old-fashioned chivalry. Other thing, I highly recommend you prepare to get a hotel room. She might have a hotel room. She might want to go back to her hotel room. But you just need to always be prepared to keep the night going. And I just don't think that you should fuck at your house. Because she doesn't need to look up from a 69 to see your dad's face. You know what I mean? That's not an image I want in my head, Dr. Alex. Paul, you might want to go ahead and just get a clean bill of health before this. That way there's nothing stopping her, all right? Have condoms on you and just, you know, get all those STI tests done. Just be like, hey, just got tested. I'm clean. I've got condoms. Let's go. All right. I got to get to my next caller, though, Paul. So um, let us know how it goes. Good luck, Paul. Thank you, Dr. Alex. Thank you so much. Next caller is Mary from Maryland. Mary, what are you drinking? What are you wearing? And what can we do for you? Okay, hi. So I'm wearing a gray tank top and red PJ bottoms just because I wanted to be comfy. And I'm drinking green tea right now. It's one of those days. Yeah, well, I happen to be um, physically handicapped and it's hard for other people to approach me. And well, I want to start dating and I just wanted to know what you think about what I can do in order to start, you know, to start dating. And I would like to know if you think this is like a self-confidence issue on my part, or if it's just the opposite sex thinking that my physical disability is a red flag. Mary, now here's the thing. You and I both know that your disability does not define you. I don't need to tell you that. And, you know, if we would have met for the first time in person at line at Whole Foods, it would be like a non-issue. You know, we'd just go for margaritas, flirt with the bartender to get free stuff, cruise for hot peep. <laughs> if you and I had chemistry, we might have a little kiss and tickle if we were both into it. But you just said to me that you think that your disability might have something to do with your lack of confidence. Right. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you some questions about it. So can you describe your disability for us? Well, I walk with a cane. It's a mobility issue because I have an injury that affected the way I walk. I feel like people see the cane and assume okay. it's like an invisibility cloak of some sort. How long have you been living with your disability? You said it was due to an injury? Yes, it's been for like a decade now. Okay, and how old are you now? I'm 30. You're 30. All right. So this happened when you were about 20. Yeah. And does your disability cause you any physical pain? Not really. Okay. That's wonderful. Is, is accessibility an issue for you? Do you require assistance in daily activities or anything like that? 
No, I mean, other than the cane to walk, not really. I mean, sometimes I need some help, just like somebody walking with me just to help me out, make sure that I don't get run over or anything, because that might happen. Doubtful. I think you're going to be okay. You sound like someone that's got her <laughs> shit together. Now, listen, can you walk me through your romantic and sexual history? Well, I mean, I've dated in the past, but... My more recent boyfriend, he knew who I was before my injury, so he knows what things have been like for me. Mm-hmm. But we broke up like seven years ago. And were y'all sexually active with each other? To some degree, but not really like all the way. So are you still a virgin? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. We got <laughs> things to discover. Yeah. You and me, we're gonna go on a fabulous journey, Mary. All right, Chef Dari, do you have something you wanted to ask Mary? Yes, you sound adorable, first of all. I definitely think it's uh, self-confidence. And, uh, you know, there is this uh, conception that the most important thing is aesthetic when we look for a partner. But from experience, at the end of the day, it's really not the most important thing. There are so many gorgeous people in the world that uh, have a shitty personality, and that really ruins all the beauty that you can find in the world. And really so few people that have a beautiful personality that you really connect with, that you can really share intimacy with. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing that we got to get going for you, Mary, is we got to get you the fire. You need to be fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic. And you are capable of being all four of those things. And those are the four most attractive qualities in a human being. Now, personally, I have dated and slept with people with disabilities, people with physical disabilities, people with cognitive disabilities. My hairdresser, B, is on the line too, and so has she, and I'd like her to speak to that. So I think for a lot of people, the fact that you have a physical disability is going to be a non-issue. Now, let me ask you, how do you meet people? Are you on the apps? Are you in social groups? What do you do? I mean, I'm just, I'm more than, you know, a picture in the bio. I'm an actual human being. Exactly. Like, you know? And um, I just don't really want them to expect something and then see me and be like, oh, well, that's not really what I thought she was online. Well, honey, that happens to disabled and non-disabled exactly. persons on the apps all the time, which is why I don't really recommend the apps. I think they're kind of a time suck. Personally, I do not use them. You know, I just go <laughs> around in a tailored suit with a crop hanging out of my purse and things happen. I do think that on apps, it's very important to be honest about everything up front. Just lead with it. Just be like the hottest girl with a weak left side you've ever met, you know? You gotta approach things with humor and fearlessness and sensuality in person and online. But um, I wanna hear B's take on this. B uses the apps a lot. So B, could you tell me whether you think the apps would be useful? You know, I've dated two guys who were in a wheelchair and the thing that got me with their profile was that they were actually upfront about it. And I feel like that honesty kind of broke the ice. I was like, all right, cool. So this person is, you know, honest about it. And I went into it really calm and collective. Honey, you are dripping sex. Like, I, I, I can hear it in your voice. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be out there mingling with the boys. All right, let's start with confidence. All right, confidence is sexy. Let's start with you getting the fire. Mary, and I've got some advice for how you can meet people in real life, too. And then, and then I have a little proposal for you. So tell me, what is your greatest passion in life right now? Mostly helping others. Helping others. Well, that is amazing because the advice that I was going to give, and this is the advice that I give to everyone who wants to meet more people while building their confidence and communication skills, 
And that advice is to volunteer. Do you volunteer anywhere? Um, I had in the past. All right. Well, it's the present, babe. And in the future, you want to meet someone who's going to make you feel good, right? Right. So we're going to start volunteering again. I would like to send you a free copy of my book, Never Sleep Alone. I would like you to do the NSA challenges. I'd like us to do them together, if you're willing. And um, if you want to explore the apps. I'll pay for them for three months. Oh, wow. Just as a way to build confidence, I think apps are a great way to experiment with different personas, to experiment with honestly expressing your desires, and to communicate with people and break down your barriers. I think we should do some of the mainstream apps like Tinder or Hinge or whatever's appealing to you. And then we can also do things like Glimmer. You know about Glimmer? No. Glimmer is a social network and dating app specifically for people with disabilities and also people who don't have disabilities, but either had a friend or a family member or lovers with disabilities and just kind of want to connect with people, learn more. How does this sound to you? It seems so scary. I I know that dating in general is scary. Well, everything in life is scary until you try it. Here's the thing. I think you just need to start having new experiences in real life and online. And if you hate it, you can stop. Yeah. And we're here with you. You are in your 30s in the new roaring 20s, and you're going to have a fabulous life. And you're going to make my life more fabulous by being in it. Our producer, Tom, has something he'd like to say to you. Tom, what you got? I um, use the apps, and I use the apps to meet people, and I also use the apps to perform. And last week, I was performing, and this guy started chatting with me, and I was talking to him, and I thought he looked interesting. Normal-looking guy. Not great. Not not great. I just thought, oh, he's, he's kind of cute. And then we started chatting for real, and he told me about what he does, and he is a disabled dancer, and he has a dance troupe, oh, and cool. I started watching his videos, and... For me, this went from this normal looking guy that I would like go on a date with for sure to see if I liked him to this guy that I'm super into and that I'm totally attracted to and that I think is a great, vibrant light in the world. And so what I would say to you is let your light shine as brightly as your light was meant to shine. And the people that are going to be attracted to you are going to be attracted to you. This guy being in a wheelchair was interesting. It it didn't mean anything one way or the other. But then when I saw who his true character was, I was like, damn, that is somebody that I want to know. And that is somebody that I love to be intimate with as well. Do you know why he was into him, Mary? Of course I do. (laughs) Because he had the fire. He was fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic. And you will be too, my darling. Do you believe it? Yes, I do. All right, listen, we're going to talk more and you need to start living like the star of your own movie because you only get one. You're going to become the star of that movie and other people are going to want to be in that movie with you. Don't see the movie, be the movie. Smile. I am. I'm literally smiling right now. (laughs) Give me another yes, I do. Yes, I do. Give me one more yes, I do. Imagine I'm the hottest person you have ever seen in your life and I say, Mary, can I take you out to a sexy dinner and then if we really hit it off, take you to Italy? Do you want to do that? Yes, I do. And Mary, you know, of course there are going to be rejections. That's true for everybody. Everybody in the world gets more no's than yeses in their life. Don't be discouraged. Keep being yourself. Keep making your light shine and you will be fantastic. And Mary is about to go on an incredible journey. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. All right, Mary, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Hey, it's me, Willem. Did you used to suck? Not in a good way. Do you sometimes still suck? Do you want to suck less? Before, when I still sucked, I was never an Emmy-nominated makeup artist slash dragstress, and I was also never kicked off a competition drag reality show, but look at me now! Once I figured out how to suck less, I wrote a book, and then I had my own cosmetics company, which is Suck Less Face and Body, so I could help people suck less like me. So let me recommend Suck Less Face and Body, made especially for those who want to suck less. We got you, boo. 
This is a new segment I'm starting called Strangely Through the Phone. It's an ongoing sexed soap opera where you, lovely listeners, send me your hottest sexed exchanges. I read through them for my own pleasure, and then I will pick one to be performed live on air. If I pick your sext exchange, you will win $50 cash and the pleasure of hearing it performed live on the NSA podcast by actors of my choosing. On today's episode of Strangely Through the Phone, we have a text exchange between Abigail, age 21, and Jason, age 22. On today's episode, Abigail will be played by Chef Dario, and Jason shall be played by our producer, Tom. Let us begin. What you doing, sexy man? Playing FIFA World Cup. So dope. I want to come play with you. But I only have one controller. That's not what I meant. Well, what did you mean? Double fist emoji. I mean, I want to come play with you. You could always come play with me. What would you do if I was there? I'd fuck you. Right away? Yeah. I don't want you to start slow. Uh, okay. I'll fuck you slow. I want you to tease me. Ugh, fine. I won't fuck you. Bye. WTF? JK, TBH, I really want to suck your perfect tits. I want you to suck them while I ride your hard cock. I'm stroking it now. It's so hard for you. Touch myself. I am. I am while I imagine you deep inside me. It's so hard for you. Keep stroking it while I take off my panties. I'll fill your panties. They're off now. The ones you left here? I'll give it all to you. The cute pink ones? Ugh! I just came in your panties. Cool. All right, Abigail from Ontario, thank you so much for sending that in. My rating on that would be, I don't know if Jason's really paying attention to your needs. I think Tom made Jason sound way hotter than Jason would sound and feel to me if I was just reading this. It doesn't seem like he's really taking care of your needs there. And it seems like he just came right at the end. And I can tell from this text exchange that you didn't. So you win 50 bucks for being selected, but I'm going to rate it a seven and I'm going to say Jason you have room for improvement to me it's clear that uh, she wanted to have an exciting uh, sexy experience and he was playing uh, video games and then when he stopped playing video games which is a kind of halfway through JK to be honest I really want to suck your perfect tits uh, he just tried to finish yeah he immediately exactly as quickly as possible so he could go back to playing the video games it's like bro if you're playing a video game don't even pick up the phone why uh, is your phone on i'm playing video games i want to keep playing video games so you know what let me just let me just jerk off very quickly and then it's like back to the video games yeah i'm gonna give this a five in terms of hotness because i don't think jason was really there for abigail i wonder if she came at all i definitely was not there for abigail Uh, And I apologize. It's okay. Tom, I think you were a lot more there for Abigail than Jason was. IRL. I wanted to be, but every line I came to just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, he's the worst. Mm -hmm. You guys were great, though. I'll give your performance a 10. Jason, you get a 5. Abigail, you get $50. Do not share it with Jason. Mm -hmm. 
All right, my freaky friends and lovers, that is all the time we have for today. If you want to be on with us next week, give me a call or a text right now at 646-484-9371. Remember, subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media at Never Sleep Alone, and remember to have at least three new experiences today and every day because you only get one beautiful life and one beautiful body, and tomorrow your genitals could turn to dust. But today, you are younger and sexier than you will ever be again. So make me proud and get out there and give and receive some mind-blowing orgasms. Until next time, my gorgeous angels, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.